Welcome, welcome, everyone. Hey. Merry holidays to all, and oh. to all a good oh. PC celebration. Yes. Holiday it up, everybody. So we're here uh, doing what we do every week. This is Tag and Brando, Tag and Brandon. We are having... Uh, <laughs> A podcast like normal, and so yes. we're glad that you're along to come with us on this episode, which will have just a jolly time. Yeah. Well, we are uh, coming to you on the the night before Christmas. They call that Christmas Eve. Yeah, well, I always think that's funny because like, we, we, we often kind of have problems with that where you're like... Oh, do you want to come on Christmas Eve or Christmas evening? And like, well, we do Christmas evening. Oh, really? Yeah. You you see so you have people mix that up so they're like, "Hey, we're here at Christmas Eve." And you're like, "No, we meant tomorrow." Well, I mean, sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think it's happened. Yeah, New Year's Eve, like, yeah. It's 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 a thing. I mean, there's only really two eves out there. That you you commonly get you get New Year's Eve and you sure. get Christmas Eve. Okay, I mean, there's not like a Thanksgiving Eve. It's Halloween true. Eve. It's true. We only Arbor use it Day for Eve for that one week of the yeah. year. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you got, which is you got two Eves back to back, and and that's and that's it. We should research the uh, origin of the word Eve in that context. Just like, well, I think it's just those are the two dates that the night of the like the 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 night before is almost as significant as the day. True. Itself. But Eve has got to be short for evening. So that's to your first point. Christmas right. Eve. Ning. Doesn't that mean evening? So it's wrong because it's the day. Oh, before. I see what you're saying. You know so if I, mean? I say, oh, I'll see you Christmas Eve, you would think, like, if I said, I'll see you on, like, the, I'll see you this Eve, or, like, next Eve, you're talking about, like, that's just the, the Eve of the day itself. Right, exactly. So it. it's it's a little weird that we, I mean, that, it, that, that we use it in that context, right? Yeah. Yeah, that is true. We yeah, should look that up, and we'll talk about it. <laughs> Next week, yeah. maybe on New Year's on Eve. New Year's Eve. All right, <laughs> <laughs> but then we'll be actually coming to you on New Year's evening, and and it'll be no. I'm just kidding. <laughs> no Christmas Eve, yeah. New Year's Eve, always the same day of the week. Yeah, exactly. Crazy one, times, one week apart. But so yeah, so uh, our uh, our thoughts today, our uh, subjects are circling around this uh, this time. Oh, year that we have. Yes. And uh, I'm going to ask, we're, we're not going to get into, into the politics of this, but <laughs> uh, my question to you, if we can just jump right in to the question of the day, question oh, of the I was, eve. I've been waiting for it already. <laughs> question, question of the eve for you yes, is, what is the most bizarre characteristic or myth about Santa Claus. 
So when you're thinking of the jolly, yes, the, the jolly old man, yes, coming in, sneaking into your house, breaking yes. into your house, heard of him, <laughs> and you know coming around to all the believing children, we'll say, <laughs> what is what is the weirdest thing that like you know is associated with that? I don't know about weirdest, but I got some. I got a few weird things. Uh, you know. You know, not to mention the man is a uh, you know he he's breaking and entering all night long oh, all yeah. over the world, breaking laws right and left. Um, well, I mean, it's argued that he's invited by the majority of those people. Fairly well, that's that's fair. I mean, if you leave out milk and cookies for a man who's going to break into your house, then obviously you knew he was coming and you felt fine about it. Yeah, so, I mean, exactly. I think that's fun. somewhat of a contract, especially if you wrote him a letter and said, here's some milk and cookies. We appreciate you dropping <laughs> by. Yeah. Here's a carrot for the reindeer. I think that you will not, you know, if anything's stolen, you're out of luck, buddy. You invited the vampire in. Okay. Um, so, yeah, so I think that's a big part of it is if most people, I mean, wouldn't press charges because hopefully they so, got. Because he's so jolly. They got the they got the goods. Right. Yeah. Right. Well, I yes. Um I was thinking about the poem Twas a Night Before Christmas. Okay. The man's I'm gonna have to look it up because I want to give it to you verbatim. But the man's description in that um, the, the description poem. of himself in his stocking cap. Well, well, that I mean, Papa in his in, in his kerchief, Mama in her cap. Oh, that is yes. Okay, all right. Um, but the description of Santa Claus in there is where we get a lot of the imagery in which we think of as Santa Claus. Mm-hmm. Um. So let me see if I have it here. Blah, 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 blah. Okay, I'm, I have it. I'm just trying to find the spot here. Of course, I would venture the guess that that's the first place we have the names of the reindeers, right? Mm-hmm. Anyways, that's, that's neither here nor there. I'm just scrolling through it and a little thing. Okay. All right. So here... here um, Here's a papa as he has uh, as he has seen Saint Nicholas. He he is breaking the rules. So he is yes. not in bed. So down the chimney Saint Nicholas came with a bound. He was dressed all in fur from his head to his foot, and his clothes were all tarnished with ashes and soot. A bundle of toys were flung on his back, and he looked like a peddler just opening his pack. His eyes, how they twinkled. His dimples, how merry. His cheeks so, were... Let me just pause you right there yes, for a little please. bit. So this this guy, again, kind of going back to this whole like concept of this person breaking into your house. Uh-huh. This guy hears a clatter, comes... That's right. Come, gets out of his bed, like a fool, like a flash, you know, like he comes downstairs... He sees this guy head to toe, dirty, and yeah. carrying a bum sack. 
He basically says like a bindle stiff. He basically <laughs> said the man looks like a hobo, like, like some trapper pull, that just pulling stuff through his chimney, <laughs> <laughs> right? Because the man's dirty, and we don't usually yeah. see him that way. But he's just right. saying, and this guy, he's been going down chimneys all day. The man's dirty, mm-hmm. um, which okay, is continue. interesting. Yeah. He says yeah. his eyes how they twinkled, his dimples how merry. Mm-hmm. His cheeks were like roses. His nose like a cherry. His droll little mouth. So he's drunk. <laughs> right. He's basically. <laughs> he's basically like. He's got the twinkle. He's glossy eyed. He's got the twinkle in the dimples. He's and he's got a rosy in the nose. Who put out the eggnog? <laughs> his, All right. His droll little mouth was drawn up like a bow. Uh-huh. All right. And the beard of his chin was as white as the snow. The stump of the pipe, he held tight in his teeth, and the smoke encircled his head like a wreath. He had a broad face. So he's just puffing, puffing away. Yeah. Uh-huh. So okay. this is back in the day mm-hmm. where that was not uncommon. Uh, but apparently he's blowing smoke rings. Yes. <laughs> um, he had a broad face and a little round belly that shook when he laughed like a bowl full of jelly. He was <laughs> so this guy is just happy as could be to be in your house. Yeah, and it's just like, you know, you you put that in today's context and man, he he wasn't really that nice to him. He was like, man, that guy laughed and he his belly jiggled, jiggling. Yeah. It was it was amazing. And he you was, can see that through the fur. So this has got to be right. like Right. He doesn't describe it as a little round belly, so I don't know. But yeah, interesting. Mm-hmm. He was chubby and plump. A right jolly old elf. Right. The big elf. And I laughed when I saw him in spite of myself. A wink of his eye and a twist of his head soon gave, gave me to know that I had nothing to dread. He spoke not a word, but it was true to his work. Blah, 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 blah. And before he goes up the chimney, uh, let's see, filled all the stockings and turned with a jerk and laying a finger aside of his nose and giving a nod up the chimney. He rose. So that's the kind of the end of the description of Santa. Right. Um, yeah. So. So what's the what's the weird weirdest part of that? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> the whole thing's a little unsettling. But. Right. Um, well, yeah. I mean, the concept itself was like if you heard somebody on your roof and then, you know, all of a sudden just. Yeah, dirty. but apparently his appearance, just how he was, dirty, fat, and rosy, um, <laughs> really calmed this man down. And he's like, I don't have anything to fear. This guy's just. He's oh, he's putting stuff. He's spilling my kid's socks job. with with presents, with toys. <laughs> yeah. Um, the whole note, like finger to the side of the nose. Is that a thing? Was that a thing in the day? Like who it was just like. Like the like the bewitched I dream a genie kind of you got to have your little trademark. He's got his magic. Something. Yeah, exactly. But right. he put his finger to the side of his nose and nodded. Boop up the boop. up the chimney. Maybe it's um, kind of like you know like a, a charade like you know charade kind of. You, know, you got it. I don't know. Right. Um, yeah. Um. So yeah. For so for me, I guess uh, I never understood. Is Santa a man? Is Santa an elf? And if he's a man, mm-hmm. where's the where's his magic come from? Right, right, right. So I don't know if that's the weirdest things, but that's a couple of things. 
And he also, you know, I don't know, this whole, his whole visage is a little strange. Right. I think it, it, so it is, it is kind of interesting. So like kind of backing up the, the, the story here, you know, um, and I'm sure that, you know, there's a lot better resources than I've looked at for, you know, the origins of Santa and all this kind of different stuff. But you got to think like, so he's. Like some, it's some Scandinavian esque, you know, personage, right? That would go around in a big old sleigh, and right. um, they, you know, that all makes sense. They're they're dressed in fur because it's the middle of winter and it's right. Scandinavia. You're in like the freaking Arctic Circle it's already, freezing. Yeah, right. you're you you're you pulled by a sleigh because you know. The, that's that's how you get around, and maybe it's pulled by a reindeer. I don't know when the domestication of reindeer was really, you know, like yeah, did that all really that happen? kind of yeah, kind of a thing. But you got to think like, well, what animals he got? You know, hey, like, there's a reindeer gone, and frozen. they could have gone polar bear. Must have happened. Yeah, reindeer makes somewhat sense in the area, and you know, we don't know where he comes from. Well, maybe he comes from the North Pole, but do we? Do we know about the North Pole? Like, that wasn't really explored at the time. <laughs> Stuff like that. <laughs> so, like, yeah, Get it's kind of it. like, it yeah, it's kind of like this whole, this whole thing. Um, and then, I guess the, um, the thing for me is is the workshop full of elves. That 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 the workshop full of elves. Full of elves, the the, yes. elf, the elf workshop is is kind of the weirdest, the weirdest thing that, um, you know they've tried I can to see de- that they've, yeah. they've 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 tried to depict it and everything and made a lot of sense when toys were handmade, <laughs> you know, right? Like, you, you you got this whole assembly line of elves that you know you know are building wooden you know little dollhouses and their little train sets and such so on and so forth right but like you know you you got it in elf where they're building like etch-a-sketches and stuff like that and it's like even that be a little a little difficult like i could imagine the prop guy being like oh man how do i have it so they're building an etch-a-sketch <laughs> so i have to deconstruct an etch-a-sketch and then make it so okay so i can show that they just put it together you know like that kind of thing right and then so i think like yeah the workshop full of elves is like well santa santa manufactures all the toys himself you know he's he's his own his own supplier he's got the vertical integration right kind of kind of thing so that's so that was weird to you even as a child or now you think it's weird uh i think it was weird a little bit because, I mean, you kind of think like, yeah, they, they're just making it all year round. And then and then they just they just start over. What if well, I didn't tell I Santa? What if I didn't tell Santa my stuff until, you know, we went to the mall a week before? Like, hopefully they well, got a back backlog of toys. Well, that's the magic of it. Right. Right. He already knew what you wanted. Oh, Right. 
one of those situations. Well, that's what I always figured. If the man's magic and he knows if you're naughty or nice. Ooh, yeah. There you go. That's a good one. He knows, which is, yeah, that is kind of weird, right? Right. If that's part of his magic, cool. But he knows if you're naughty or nice. So I assume he knows what you really want before you even say, Santa, this is what I want. Because obviously, if he's making all those toys, it's got to be year round. Or at least they got to start in the summer or something. Maybe they get some months <laughs> off, right? Right. But, uh, you know, you're hitting everybody's house. In the world, uh, mm-hmm. one night a year, uh, you got a lot of toys to make. So, right, but I mean, if you, if you got the magic to to hit everybody's house, like all these, you know, well, that's fair Christian, too. Christian houses, then maybe it does only take them a week, you know, to to yeah, whip everything together. But uh, maybe he just has limited magic. Mm-hmm. And he need, and he can't make all the toys magically, so now that's a good point. What if he if he just could just make all the <laughs> toys magically? Then he just what's the elves? What's the elves part in it? Then? Right, just quality control. This isn't any good, <laughs> Santa. Just, you magically just made this toy and its head's falling off. I need you to and make a terrible. new one for me. <laughs> uh, it's just not. It's not gonna pass our uh, checklist here. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, I think the other weird aspect is the the fact that you just get coal if you're bad. Where did that come from? I know, like, but I, like the like the, the today, thing about it is. Uh huh. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I don't mean to cut you off, but I've thought about this a little bit. And if you're thinking back in the day, uh-huh. it's freezing. It's Scandinavia. Whatever. Even if you're bad, you got something useful. Because you can burn the coal right. and you're warm and you're not right. going to die. Um, where we don't do that now, but but that was a useful thing, right, that they could have. Right. Um, nothing to play with, but at least that, you're not going to die of frostbite. That That's really it, though. I mean, when you think about it, that's that's what I was going to say, is it's, it's, it's a very practical, like, utilitarian gift, Right. So like it's it's no fun for a kid. It's like giving a kid, you know, a a good stock tip or <laughs> or giving giving a kid, you know, like, you know, a a solar panel for their house, you know. It's just like giving this the, is going to save this is going to save the, you on your electricity cost, son. Isn't that great? And you're like, "Who the frick cares? I don't want this." It's <laughs> like, like giving a child socks. Yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> He's like, boo. I need these, but I don't want them. It's not fun. Right. But now it seems really, you know, you get a dirty rock. Um, right. It seems a lot worse than it was. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. And then, I mean, you got the whole, like like you said, naughty or nice. You know, he, he's watching you. He, he knows. And really, like, what kid is, like, tip that scale? That's the other question. Cause it's always a little threat. Like, oh, I don't know. Maybe Santa's giving give you a lump of coal this year. Like, what kid has actually received just a lump of coal on Christmas? Right. It's just like, oh man, you are getting taught a lesson because that is messed up. <laughs> <laughs> like, have you I get nothing but this dirty black rock? <laughs> I've told you about my babysitting with Santa's help. 
with Santa's what? With Santa's assistance. Oh, yes. Have I talked about this on the podcast before? I don't think so, so go for it. <clears throat> so Sorry for uh, my sniffles. That's okay. A couple of times as a growing up person, <laughs> I would work as a babysitter for younger peoples. Uh, <laughs> take care of them, that works. Uh-huh. put them to bed, you know, mm-hmm. order pizzas, whatever. Whatever it was <laughs> called for. And right. uh, there was a couple of times... I've dealt with children who did not want to go to bed when it was their bedtime. Um, and I used to call my friend uh, Jonathan and ask him to be Santa Claus for me. On the phone. On the phone. And right. then, and, I, and I would tell him this before I called him, like, hey, I'm going to I'm gonna call Santa. Tell him that you're not going to bed. And they're like, whatever, you don't know Santa Claus. And then I'd call him and be like, dude, I need you to be Santa Claus. And uh, and I'd give him the phone and he'd be like, you know, he'd do the whole hose and whatever. And he'd be like, um, I heard you're, you're being a little naughty and not going to bed, you know. And they're like, well, mm-hmm. I'll go. I'll go to bed right now. And he's like, yeah, better go to bed. Um, <laughs> works, so, works so good. Anyways. All year round or? In- oh, yeah. Just, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. I don't re- yeah. Cuz you think about it, it, it in a kid's life, a year is a long time. Yeah, dude, they don't know. Christmas could well, be around the corner. Well, yeah, but I mean like, you know, we all do a naughty thing here or there, you know, try to make sure, up with sure. it so nice. But like, you know, that's what I'm saying, like what tips the scale? Like if a kid like really just ended up at Christmas with a lump of coal, oh man, that kid did some stuff and his parents were not happy <laughs> about any they yeah they did a very bad year yes so a bad year yeah or maybe you know they just need on some... those new year's resolutions mm-hmm. yeah so i yeah i definitely think like you know is he do you think he does all the all the coal at one at once and then like comes back and does presents or vice versa you know he he gets all the presents done, and then he all, goes back for the coal. So then it's like, okay, I think it's all mixed up because I think he's just going to travel the straightest line through all the houses. I mean, that's all just right. me. But there you know. go. Yeah. Um, I I definitely <laughs> did try to get uh, get Santa on film. Did you gorilla style? Yes. Ooh, didn't work. Uh, no. Uh, I set up the camera unbeknownst to anyone else in the house and had it pointed right at the fireplace and the Christmas tree and everything and had it plugged in so the battery wasn't going to wear down. Like I knew what was going to, like I had it all planned out and somehow the camera just fell over. (laughs) So I got nothing. Get out. Really? (laughs) Yeah. I got nothing. That's awesome. Yeah. And no, nobody had any idea, and I was just like, but I got back, and I'm like, no, what, what the heck? Because you know, you, you got to set it up like you know, in like it's magic, man. You know, it's kind of just shade, like you know, the c- covert area, and I do not know what happened to the stability of that camera. No. <laughs> yeah. It's magic. Mm-hmm. It's magic. Yep. Cool. So man. yeah, so. uh there's uh there's there's Krampus and and Belschnickel and all those weirdo other 
Well, yeah, I'm I mean, familiar with weird. They're, I'm familiar they're with Krampus. Traditions. What's the other one that you said? Belschnickel. What is that? Uh, well, uh, they go over all, very well in the office, but oh, I don't remember this. This is this is one of the later seasons when when Jim's working in Philly, and, okay, and Dwight wants he dresses up as Krampus, or he's sorry, he dresses up as Belschnickel. And like whips people with like the the twigs and stuff, uh-huh. and and everything. But he he's basically, I mean, he and Krampus kind of have a little bit of an overlay where they okay. steal children and they they whip kids that are impish or naughty and stuff like that. So instead of getting coal, you just get literally kidnapped <laughs> and stuff. <laughs> and, and I'm gonna start calling children impish when they're being bad. Impish, I deem you stop, impish. Stop being impish, you. Yes. So yeah. So um, yeah. That's just that is a totally different culture out there. Like we're yeah. just like like you know. Oh well, if you are bad, like you might get taken away from your family forever. Wait, what? <laughs> they're really like, working. They're really. Mm-hmm. Betting on this fear, <laughs> yes, uh, fear, guilt fear thing. tactics. Yeah, yeah. Um, fear yeah, factor, like Krampus. Yeah. Did you see the movie Krampus? I have not. No. Oh, that was actually pretty good. <laughs> was it really? It was. It was ridiculous, but it was actually a pretty, pretty good movie. But, um, yeah, that whole idea is of, it supposed to be like a horror type yes, movie? Yes. I would like them to make a Krampus movie that is more of a comedy. I mean, that or Hallmark style. Could be hilarious. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Could be Those... hilarious if they played it right. Right. I guess uh, kind of going back to your, your whole thing on uh, is Santa a man or Santa an elf and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. I have to say one of the weirdest modern day things about Santa is the substitution of Santa or like the, like the whole, the Santa Claus with Tim Allen and um, like concepts like that, where it's like, well, Santa's not this like hundred, this like, you know, thousand year old being that's been all over and everything. It's just some dude that ended up becoming Santa and does it for a while and gets the magic but he wants to live his own life, and he wants to get married, or have a have a Mrs. Claus, and then eventually he's gonna give it up. And there's like a Hallmark movie about like young Santa, and that's weird. And like this girl like falls in love with him, and all this, I don't know, but like stuff like that where it's just like, well, what if Santa like was one of us, you know? <laughs> like, well, that's the thing. whole premise of to Santa Claus is coming to town. That old. Rankin and Bass, like, uh, mm-hmm. stop motion film, right? Right. He comes in, and then there's this miserable town. He's like, I'll bring him presents and make him happy. And he marries the school teacher, and he's like a redhead dude. He's a ginger. And he, uh, <laughs> and he's like, I'm just a regular Ain't guy. Wrong with that. And then, you know, there's a wizard, and he's like, I'll help you by granting magic to you. And that's how he got his magic in that. Um, because he was nice to the uh the, the winter wizard or whatever. Um, yeah. 
So that's weird. Yeah. So that's like the new kind of thing is just like, why is there like a movie? What we're like, what, like, where does Santa come from? Like, oh, he's got to come from this thing. Right. Yeah. I don't know. But those Hallmark movies are scary. They're great, huh? They're so bad. (laughs) Grace is thrilled to be taking over the town's parade. But when a man playing St. Nick breaks his arm, she needs to find a replacement. Even if the replacement is unwilling, finding Santa. So she forces somebody to be Santa in their parade. What does that even mean? That is a <laughs> terrible description of what that is. It's, maybe it's a, ma- like a you, great description. Like, you look like Santa. And he's like, I'm not playing Santa. I, yeah. You have to. You're my last hope. Yeah. Like, it's not that big of a deal, man. And then, I mean, and then Netflix has got their own uh, set of Christmas movies that, um, oh my gosh. A night before Christmas, dude. My wife, my wife, and I watched that movie. You both, I couldn't, I couldn't we do it. Watched I, it. I was foreboding. I was foreboding from watching it because I couldn't, I couldn't keep my mouth shut. <laughs> oh, we 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 watched it and were free to speak our mind throughout the film. Yeah, there's no way we were gonna get through that. You know, I don't. I it, uh, uh, the words "old crone" came out within the first five minutes. Yes, <laughs> I I saw the old crone, and oh my gosh, yeah. Oh my goodness, it was. Uh, gosh, it was an amazing movie. Great acting. Um, no, I'm kidding. Um, it was. So bad. Yeah. Yeah. So we watched um, that. The next day, my wife watched the new uh, Christmas Prince movie, the second one, the Royal the baby, baby thing. Yes. And I was what's, like, what's the next I life cannot, event for them? <laughs> I cannot watch it. And I didn't watch the first one, so I don't. I was like, I don't want to just jump into this world of bad acting <laughs> and substandard plot lines. But oh my uh, gosh, it's <laughs> like every the deadline's always Christmas. It's always like. Oh yeah, they, and, like they're gonna lose their kingdom unless this happens before Christmas, and it's just like, what? <laughs> yeah, they did a lot of things historically right around Christmas. Mm-hmm. Why I don't understand it. Um, but anyways, did you see the SNL skit where they they did? Uh, this was just this last week. Uh, uh, or the, 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 the week when Scarlett Johansson uh, was hosting, they had a yes. game, the game show for the Hallmark. The, the uh, blind date or let's make a date kind of It's thing. a let's make a date, but it was yeah. like, it was a little ridiculous title. I can't remember, but it was hilarious. Mm-hmm. And it, and it, uh, yeah, it pinned a lot yeah, of those, it, those exactly. Hallmark and, and, and Netflix movies. I thought it was pretty well done. Mm-hmm. No, that that's exactly where I got this whole young Santa thing, like the fact that that. Oh, he's a, he's like yeah, he's like I'm Nick. Like, I'm not Saint Santa Claus. Claus. I'm not yeah. Santa. Yeah, that's funny. Exactly. So, um, so yeah, I definitely uh, the Hallmark movies are just 
and now on Netflix they're just getting so crazy. I don't know if I could I like I seriously can't watch them without just being like, are you kidding me? And so just I making fun of them so bad. So I'm pretty sure of all the weird things that 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 uh, we think about Santa, the worst are the Hallmark movies. Yes, I think that's what we came to. The weirdest thing is the Hallmark movies. That was um, the uh, conclusion there. I think. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, so it's it's you know, great tradition. You know, it keeps kids in line and everything. Um, and it but just might just, be real. There's just a couple of things out there that you're like, huh? Yes. <laughs> Wait, if he does, then how does, I mean, if, yeah. So. You just have to believe, man. Just yeah, have to believe. A, oh, do not get me started on, like, Polar Express. Can't do it. No. No, no. you don't, you do not have to go down into that uncanny valley. Oh. Jeez, Polar Express, please. <laughs> Book, okay. Movie, please. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Anyway, everybody is Tom Hanks in that movie. Yeah. No, for real. Yeah. Everybody. He's even the boy. And the girl. Did you know that? Wait, he's Tom- the voice of the boy. He's the boy. So it's all motion capture, right? But he did performances for almost. Every character in that movie, including the main character, Boy, is Tom Hanks acting as the boy. I do not need to know any more about this movie because I just <laughs> do not like that movie at all. A terrible memory of that, seeing it for the one I only saw, time. I saw very recently, though, some motion capture, um, actual video of him doing a motion capture performance mm-hmm. that, that is the boy. Like he he's doing the facial expressions and he's saying the lines and uh-huh. it, it's the boy's performance. He plays almost every character in that whole movie. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Well, good for him. Interesting. <laughs> yeah. So, anyways, uh, speaking of traditions, why don't we talk a little triggered memories? Ooh, right. Trigger those memories. Triggered the memories. So, what we wanted to talk about today on triggered memories is maybe. Maybe some specific times, but we wanted to talk about a tradition that we have on some certain holidays when our families get together and we have a drag out (laughs) board game battle. Yes. We enjoy games and we get together and we play them. And uh, would you say um, that... I mean, anyone can play, but would you say that mm-hmm. a casual gamer who is loose on the rules would uh, would fit in well with our gamingness? So I would definitely say you need to understand the competitiveness. Fair. You need to you need to understand. You don't necessarily need to appreciate. That's fine. If you don't appreciate that's fine. it, that's that's all that's all well and good. But you definitely need to kinda kinda get a good understanding of the level of competitiveness of, of who you're who you're dealing with and everything. Cause uh we've been doing this a long time. 
Yeah, and we got we got our set of rules. We know what we let fly, and we know what we're like. Nah, hard pass. You gotta you gotta stick to the rule here. You know. Mm-hmm. And if you uh, have trouble adhering to that thing, you might not have a lot of fun. But most people, I mean, but we're welcoming. It's not like you won't have a good time if mm-hmm. you can settle into our rules and 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 play. So right. So we definitely um, – so the tradition is that basically this. Uh, yes, please. Uh, when we uh, have uh, conjoint family dinner, you know, like either Thanksgiving or uh, Christmas, Christmas Day. Christmas Day. Day. Christmas, Christmas evening. evening. Yes. yes. <laughs> big, big distinction, you know. And so uh, we, we have our time where we, we, we have our meal – and you know we have a little bit of dessert, and then we're kind of just like, all right, let's let's get out the game. But sp- special for Christmas time, we usually give the, the tradition over the last several years has been that we give e- each family gives each other a new, a new board game. game, right? Yeah, that that we that and we, we usually play. at least pull out one of them to play. Yes, that night. They're, there, there is, there's quite the closet of old favorites, and right. some games that we never ever play anymore, ever for no. various reasons. But, um, but yeah, one of the one of the things is we we like to yeah just get a new board game, have some fun, and uh, there I will I will say this they're they're mostly uh, they're mostly party games that don't involve. A lot of strategy and and you know you're not combing through a 25 page rule book right and and a lot of different new mechanics it's it's you you are answering these questions you are figuring out these things and you're doing it as a team and you know right. going going from there so because uh, I've played a lot of I've gotten into a lot of more complicated board games now and. Right, that, those would definitely not fly. For speaking our of speaking, true. But speaking <laughs> of which, if Paige and Peter bring their uh, their Harry Potter game, I think the f- six of us should play. Yes, yeah, definitely. Uh, like smaller individual games are are definitely in in happening you know, at different ready, times. Ready, right. ready to go for those those lazy Boxing Day, you know, kind of yeah. kind of hangouts. And you know, after you know, after you're done with the puzzle and all that kind of different stuff, but uh, but as far as the board, the, the 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 board game, it's usually it's usually teams, and a lot of times it was boys versus girls. True. That was that True. was the, the. What are some staple. What are some of the memorable games for you? I guess that we played or still play. So one of the memorable games that we no longer play <laughs> because. Ooh. Uh, it was uh, very controversial. Is the game Planet Hollywood? This is, this is, this is definitely a triggered memory, and you know, uh, PTSD kind of kind of thing. Where <laughs> so the basic premise of Planet Hollywood is if you're completely unfamiliar with the um, with the restaurant and or board game, uh, it's just movie trivia. But it, right. well, not movie trivia as per se. It's just, um, yeah, movie knowledge, and it's something like name Arnold Schwarzenegger movies, and 
one team says an Arnold Schwarzenegger movie, and they I should have picked up somebody with an easier name. Brad Pitt movies. So, <laughs> like, so you one team names a Brad Pitt movie, and they hit the little uh, timer buzzer thing to start the clock. Right, and then the other team before the timer runs out has to name another Brad Pitt movie and they hit the, t- the timer and it's like a chess clock. It just goes, goes back, back and, and forth, forth and back right. and forth and back and forth. But it like kind of resets every time. So you could literally do it until there are no Brad Pitt movies. But basically at some point you run out of time one right. time and then they get the point and you get the cards to make the you know picture and all that kind of stuff. Anyway, it does not go well. Because we all, like, we all had a really similar knowledge base, I would say. Uh huh. So, like, and I mean, some things were a little more one sided, but the game just lasts forever. And if there's a discrepancy, it's like a major discrepancy. <laughs> it's like he was not, and this is like before IMDb and everything. It's like he is not in that movie. Yes, he is. I. I will show you the scene. We will go downstairs. I will, <laughs> I will find the VHS from a taped off copy. Hopefully it hasn't been taped over. And right. it, is, it is in the cabinet somewhere. And it's like, and yeah, it gets, it got pretty, pretty uh, brutal. And so we, we ended up just shelving that bad boy for, for never. Yeah, and that was the hard thing about it, I guess, is that uh, there wasn't a real way to confirm or deny if somebody was, like, mm-hmm. adamant about it. Um, and I don't know. I think we're pretty savvy with movies on the whole. Right. Both our families are pretty movie savvy. And so, mm-hmm. just like to your point, it it would take a long time, like... You know, yeah. maybe a normal family would be like, "Yeah, meet Joe Black and uh, uh, you know." Oh, that one uh, with the that Ocean's one with the girl. 11. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, and maybe we get like four or five Brad Pitt movies, and then they can't think of another one. But yeah, we're like, now we got we'll we'll name all of them. You got right. but you got Benjamin Buttons. You got you know. Um, <laughs> So yeah, you're yeah. So it would take a, rounds would take a long time, right? Well, along with that, do you want to explain the house rules for the game Encore? So I doubt very many people even know the, of this game's existence. <laughs> There's a game called Encore, and it's about musics, um, and it's about songs. And song mm-hmm. lyrics specifically. Lyrics mostly, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, because it was a song singing game. So to the it, 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 a similar premise to the Planet Hill Hollywood game, you'd split into two teams. You would uh, go along this board, and depending on the color that you land on, you'd pull a card, and there'd be lots of words on there. Each one corresponded to a color, and whatever color you mm-hmm. land on, you read that word, um, and then you had to sing a song that contained that word. In the lyrics, yes. In the lyric, mm-hmm. right. And then it would go to the next team. They'd have to sing a song with that word in it, and then it would come back to you, back and forth, same same, same thing, basically, until the time ran out on one team 
who couldn't think of another one. So uh, there's a lot. <laughs> there is a lot of variety on how it's played in the actual game, where like you land on these things and it'd be like team versus one player. So it's like one guy's had to think of those you know songs or whatever and in retrospect that probably would have made the game a lot faster can you like oh, land yeah, on those sure. you'd mm-hmm. land on those ones and you'd be like oh no i'm the only one who could do it um and you know you would probably lose those rounds right yeah because you got we got player versus player and player versus right. team right and stuff so yeah Right, but we just were like, that's not fun. We want the whole team to be able to contribute. So we would, so we made, we just made the game longer. But we just played it straight up. You know, you land on a color. We say that word. It's team, 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 team. Um, and then there's a category one too, where you don't have to know the word, but it's got to be a song about this particular category. Like if it was automobiles, cars, or whatever, then you had to sing songs about cars. Mm-hmm. Um, and go back and forth. Not and forth. by the cars, but no. If you sang a song by the cars that wasn't about cars, it wouldn't count. Right. Um, but it was a, f- a fun game. But again, it's lasts really long, and it can get a little heated, especially if a team doesn't realize it's not their turn, and they blurt out a song, and the other team steals it, which they're very common. Know, that yes. is fair game, right? Um, if you so. sing two songs in a row, like if like if if I start singing and you're on my team and you start singing at the exact same time, then the other team can just steal one of those songs for their turn, like yeah, right. And that's all on the up and up, you know. It's mm-hmm. you, you messed up, you shared mm-hmm. your knowledge, that happens. But uh, right. but yeah, that's kind of how it breaks down. So there's been a lot of loud nights. And a lot of laughter, though. That's the most important thing. Well, one of my favorite stipulations about Encore for us... Ooh, yes. ...is um, we... It has been established that it has to be a pre-recorded song. Because... Right. Especially with you, yourself being a songwriter and having written songs of varying lyrical creativity, it is definitely the case where it's just like, oh, oh, there's this song that Tagger wrote. And it's like, yeah, but you can't just come up with a song right off the top of your head. It's like, no, that's like a legit song. Like it's been performed. And, and so it came down I to, I've again, recorded like, a demo on a CD. Yeah, exactly. Like we, like I, if, if needs be, we can go to the tape and I will show you the, I will, you will hear the right. lyric. Right. And it's legit. <laughs> we are very, we are very strict on the eight word minimum. Right. You're supposed to be able to come up with eight words. Yep. Um, though, then, you know, songs yeah. that songs that everybody knows it, yeah. it, it, that only comes into play. If you're like, we're not sure the song you're singing is real or if you or we're if, not or, recognizing or if it's in a steal. Like if it's just like, it's just like, oh yeah, the song that they were just singing. It's like, okay, what were we just singing? It's right. like, uh, give us uh, the eight words the, the, if you want the, the steel. Right. and the sandwich, you know, like the innocent. And he was just singing it. It's just like that doesn't count. Um, so then, right. 
you get it back, you know, when, but the other, the other thing is the variation on the words. So if you get like, um, shine, then you can do like sunshine or shining unless shining is already on the card as a separate word, as a separate word and stuff like that. So that's, that's where if you're joining us for any of these games, you know, somebody's got to lean over to you. Whoever brought you usually leans over and just like, well, okay, like, here's one thing. Like, you can't, like, Shining is on the card, so technically that, you know, like, that's not going to work. So uh, we have to come up with a different one. You know, like, right, you have right. to you have to preface that kind, you of, have to coax that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and if you're a young child, we'll give you the pass, usually. Oh. I remember we, mm-hmm. I don't, I don't. We, uh, as a family, you were you didn't you weren't there, but we had Thanksgiving one time with some of my dad's relatives. Uh huh. Um, and uh, this is one of the rare times that we didn't have Thanksgiving at our house. Right. And we went and played encore with them, and there was a kid. He was like five, and he just kept <laughs> making up his own songs with the words in it. But they were awesome, so we we're just like, "Good job, boy!" Valid, <laughs> and yeah. kept playing. You know, like nice. Mm-hmm. We we re- reward create creativity at your age. Good job. Older people, nah, no. You understand? Yeah, you understand the rules? Yeah. But, uh, they were some of them are actually pretty funny. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, definitely uh, a classic that we yeah we still play and it's still it's still good stuff. But but that that one has gone through the uh, that's that's gone through the purge. Like it is definitely there there those hard set rules because well, we played been, it so many times that we just been, there's redefined. Been so many, yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, so I, I'll tell you, we didn't play any games at Thanksgiving, and it made me a little sad. Oh man, yeah, that's no good. It was not any good. Well, I will I will tell you a game that used to make me sad. A game when we okay. when we when we would play it uh, with with the fams. Um, it was called "What Were You Thinking?" Why would that game make you sad? Okay, so I I was really a fan and still am a real fan of categories. Categories, uh, yes. Categories because roll you, the dice, think of have, words. Yeah, you you got words of a, starting with a particular word or letter, but the 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 more oddball stuff Get that you points. can name, the least likely somebody else is to match you, and you get the points. Right, and I right, was right. really good at thinking outside the box on those. Flip the script to what, what were you thinking? Right, where it's, it's you got to match everybody. Yeah, it's the opposite concept. You want to yeah. write down what you think other people are going to write down. Exactly. The more people you match, the more points you get. Yes. So when you're saying you know taco toppings, you know if you don't have lettuce. You're screwed because everybody else put lettuce. <laughs> they already got right. nine points, and you got zero. If you put, if <laughs> you put, if you were specific and put feta cheese, yeah. you probably aren't going to match anybody. Exactly. And so, for whatever reason, when I, you know, was the teenager, and we 
got this game and we started playing it, I just was not on the wavelength of the common man. And I would just be coming up with these weirdo things that still work for the category, but were just very random. And I lost uh, that game a lot. And it yeah. was <laughs> not fun. <laughs> so, but now I feel I'm much more like, all right, let's, let's get simple here. You know, like, you right. know, if, if it's president's, you know, we're not going James Polk. <laughs> you know, we are going. We are going for Washington. <laughs> we are someone off, for, someone off of the yeah, mountain. Exactly. We'll we're down. we're naming Rushmore first, <laughs> <laughs> and and going from there because that that's definitely the the way to go. So I definitely right. have have had a rethink on how that game works. But that's it fair. was <laughs> for a long time. I was like, like I just. I don't think the same thing as everybody, and I don't understand. It's like the the famous genes, man. The, Were you yeah. there for that? I don't think I was there for that, but I have heard about the story of the genes. Would yes. you like to? So very quickly, share? I can't even I can't even remember the name of the game, but basically, it's a similar. I think it's I think it is wavelength or something like that. Where you and a partner, similar concept. Yeah, you and a partner, same thing. Have a, you have to write a list of you know five states, and you try to get the same things to match whatever. And the category or the category was famous genes. And I clarified. I was like, wait, how is genes spelled? And they're like G E N E S. So I'm like, all right, we're not talking Levi's and dungarees and whatever else. And how many? I don't even know if I can name any more. But so I was like, all right, got it. And then I started naming as many of those famous genes that I could the white eyed gene, uh, male pattern baldness. uh, And I'm just going through like these different things. And apparently, unbeknownst to me, Everybody was thinking of Gene, the man name. <laughs> like Gene the Hackman human being. Or, yeah, Gene right. Hackman, Gene Kelly, um, all those kinds. The of man G- name. <laughs> the man <laughs> name. So I had, and they're like, you seriously came up with five? And I'm like, yeah. I mean, they're famous-ish. Like, and yes, but that, yeah, uh, we did. we got zero points. That. Yeah, <laughs> on that round. That's amazing. Yes, but but yeah. So, uh, what other is there well, any game that I'll, you don't want to see come out of the closet? Oh, I don't know. Uh, I was going to mention one thing as as for um, what were you thinking? Ooh, yeah. There was a, a famous incident. Oh uh, yes, okay. Where where there is now a. Underlying uh, joke, uh, a wild ans- card answer. If you can't think of another answer, mm-hmm. and it stems from. Do you know where this stems from? Actually, it stems. Uh, I can't remember. It stems from a episode of um, Whose Line Is It Anyways? Okay, there's a particular Whose Line. I do not know the skit. I don't know what they're doing. But um, I think they gave four, 
like one of the answers in a I think it was in the same scenario. You can correct me if I'm wrong and you are a connoisseur of who's lying. But uh, uh-huh. they were listing different things, and one of them was a jar of almonds. Just, and it's yeah. and it gets a laugh in the show. It's pretty funny in whatever context it's in. Not knowing the context, you wouldn't think it's funny because I don't very know how to deliver that. But... <laughs> right. uh, but the I don't know. I mean, I I started using it. I don't know how it caught on because obviously, the first few times I used it, I'm sure, um, I got you know one point, which is what you get when you match nobody. Right. But if you know it was a list of five th- things that you had to think of, it's a if it it's just a if it matches or not. So if it's like think of five states and I can only think of four. I can put a jar of almonds there, and even though it's not a state, I still get a point, you know? And so... um, Because if you put nothing, you get nothing. Right. So you just have to write a word. I can write bacon for Mm -hmm. states, and I can get a point, right? So so anyways, after a while, it caught on that if you didn't know another thing to write down, it probably doesn't happen as much now because... I don't know. We're older and smarter. Maybe we can think of five things. But I would uh, put jar of almonds, and and more times than not, you would at least get a couple points because somebody would have also wrote a jar of almonds. So I'm I'm looking it up right now, and uh, I think we might be able to post the if I can find the YouTube video. But the reason who's lying? Yeah, the reason it came to mind as it is. It's because in a list, it was because there, uh, it was a who wants to be a millionaire type thing. Um, See, that sounds familiar. Like, yeah, yeah. So, answer D. Yeah, a jar Brad, of almonds. Brad Brad gives Ryan multiple choice questions about his what his wife likes for foreplay in bed. The choices this, were, that's really the joke. <laughs> yeah, the the choices were a feather, a a feather. B, Richard Nixon, and C, a jar of almonds. <laughs> and so, uh, yeah, that is that is where that comes from. That's what it is in any way. Yes. There you go. So it is It is a good catch-all option D, open mouth kiss. That's right. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, um, yes. But as for your actual question, um, is there a game I don't want to see come out of the closet? Yeah, is there any that you uh, No. I was I was oh I don't know. I'm not like some people. I I I'm usually pretty much game for whatever gets chosen. Mm-hmm. Um we did get a game once for Christmas that we have not played since um because of the sheer volume that it oh. caused, oh, and it yeah. <laughs> and it is a game called Blurt. Blurt, yes. And um, I don't remember exactly what happened, but I do remember that Sean, who is usually loud, your brother, yes. uh, was extremely loud. And uh, I don't think we finished the game because of the uh, the <laughs> the decibels that were being <laughs> pumped through that room vocally. Um, by not just him, but by but by we like there's it, it was 
a mm-hmm. game of shouting. That's like what it was. It's like whoever said it first won. Yeah. Kind of thing. And it's 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 sometimes first was truncated by loudest. Yes. Uh, so, so oh yeah, my god. Simply the game is you get definitions of Thank words. You. I didn't remember exactly how this works. Yeah. Someone is reading the definition of a word and you're Volcano Just like as So you're trying to you, kind of yeah. jump it as quick as you can. As soon as you yeah. know it, you want to say it. Yeah, and it uh, definitely loud and that turned into loud fast, yeah. <laughs> better. <laughs> yes, um, I mean you're excited; it happens, you know. But mm-hmm. but yeah, I think I don't even think we finished that round. We we're just like, yeah, nope. we're not gonna play this game anymore <laughs> again. Yeah, that that does not make it out. Anymore. So yeah, so that would be fine if we'd never mm-hmm. played that game again. I would be fine with life. <laughs> okay, that is that is fair. <laughs> Um, yeah, so, uh, oh man, but there are so many good games out there. Um, some complicated, some not. The, the most common thing for us now is we know each other's knowledge base a good, a good amount. Right. And each other's skill sets and such. So the other very common thing that you will find at, um, at, our game gatherings are when a game is presented, say it is a trivia based game or something akin to that. Yes. Um, certain instead, like instead of being like, Ooh, tags on my team. No, that you, you are not allowed to call people. <laughs> You're not allowed to yeah, join you, a team. You, you are assigned. <laughs> you are assigned a team based on distribution of knowledge because right. it's no fun to if if people are just you know decimating bowled over right yeah, and everything. But there there are many pairings. What was the game? What was the game? I can't think of it. What was the game that if you and Paige were together, like nobody would win? What game was that? Do you remember? That was called. Uh, there, there's a one version called Mormon Mouthfuls, but I can't remember what the actual version is. Yeah, it's but a different game. What is? I can't remember what it's called, but essentially it is. You get a card of nonsense words, but the sound oh, of those words. Yeah. If you read them, just you know, it's it, it sounds like a common phrase. So if you it would read be it like, right, right. Yeah. So it would be like you know, birds of a feather, birds of a feather flock together, but it would be like. It would be like burrs. It would like, be written you now like when you're yeah. reading it. It's like B U R R S, you know, or B U R R, like burr. And then I'm trying to think, dirds of yeah. A, so it'd be yeah. like dove. So it'd be like weird way bird burr dove something something something. So it sounds when you say it fast, it sounds like birds of birds right. of bird dove. And it's like bird of a feather locks again. Like, for whatever reason, if I would just listen to Paige, and I would just instantly know whatever it was. Like, what was that game called? That's gonna bug me now. Um, But yeah, we don't Mm -hmm. really play that game much more anymore either. Um, Just you guys were just so good at it. Goodness sakes. 
And I'm just, I can't, I'm not a great reader out loud anyways. Ooh, and, yeah. and then if you give me that card sense. and I'm like, oh, that was yeah. one that I kind of dreaded a little bit. Um, I was game, but I was like, I know I'm not good at this game. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Um, so, but there, yeah. So um, oftentimes, yeah, like we have to put up like your parents because they have the same, you know, right. pre pre nineteen fifty like knowledge kind of stuff, like and everything. Um, so yeah, there's a couple of of reasons to, to set uh, different different people up, but right. That's always you know we can't go girls versus boys anymore. You know we have to divvy things up and yeah, it by, happens sometimes, but yeah, it just it has to be the right group we Mm -hmm. gotta have the right numbers and whatever so Mm -hmm. um so yeah so if you're around during a major holiday in november or december drop by and get just utterly decimated um (laughs) and we'll play some games yeah so um yeah you want to get into the new let's let's do it let's do it let's get into some new what what is new on you for you well you know i was thinking this week in a weird way or with a weird moment i was starting to think about autographs 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 you know Mm -hmm. like why do we care that uh well i understand the significance of the signature right so i understand Mm -hmm. a little bit of why there's weight historically behind the signature, right? But I thought, isn't collecting autographs just the strangest thing? Um, so I was yes. a little interested uh-huh. in where the uh, the actual act of collecting autographs started. So okay. I want to do more. I want to do more research on this, but I found a short article that talked about the uh, the a brief history of autograph collecting, and I wanted to share a few things with you from that. Oh, please, yes. So, uh, so the uh, the actual uh, act of collecting autographs actually started back. In the Greek and Roman times, surprise, surprise. For some reason, I th- was thinking that when you were talking about it. So keep going, yeah. Yeah. So the word actual autograph is from a Greek word that means written in one's own hand, uh, and so that's where it comes from. But uh, but uh, back in the day, uh, you know, uh, in the Greek and Roman times, there early A.D.s, we're talking, um, being a very illiterate society in on the whole right um to have someone sign a document was um kind of prestigious like it was a it was a big thing right so um so when you know it, it mentions that a lot of things when like a ruler would send out a decree or something they would put the wax seal on it that's kind of started that was the seal, right? That said, this is the house of whoever, right? And put the seal on it. And then, mm-hmm. and then 
around that time, people, some of the rulers started to actually sign those documents. And, uh, and that um, became really valuable, actually, to the Greeks, not just the signature, but the document itself. So they would, even back then, they started collecting these documents in libraries. So already starting the, uh, the tradition of actually collecting signed documents, signatures, in, a, in an ancient library. And so they would collect all these letters. Um, and it talks about a particular Roman dude who actually had his own library and collection of these letters, some from Julius Caesar and blah, 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 blah. So, he, okay. so it wasn't just like libraries, but it was private libraries of people who would collect these things, um, which is still... It's very strange that they would do that, but a little bit more understanding when you understand the society and that signatures were very rare um, and usually were only nobles and rulers that actually had the literacy to sign their name on something. Right. Yeah. I mean, and well, and also like the prestige to, to sign it. I mean, cause you think right. about like, you know, I guess you could enter into a contract with someone, right? But right, but more often more, than not, it's much more word of mouth. You know, just like a, a you shake hands and you, right. you go about it. You know, you're not in a legal matter where it's like, well, this treaty has to be, you know, it's going to be passed down. You know, it's usually just two guys shaking hands. It's like, no, right. this thing is an official state document. Right. Right. So yeah. Right. So yeah, so so very interesting. And then it and then the article mentions that when the Roman and Greek societies fell that that practice went away. Like so the people stopped collecting autographs. For a time, um then come the Renaissance, 13 to 1600s or whatever. Um uh there was a thing that start that propped up and I'm going to just Butcher this, but an okay. all day armicorum, which is to say a book called Books of Friendship. This practice started popping up mm-hmm. where people would would uh, travel around. People who were wealthy and had the ability to travel and go to different places would go and bring these specially made books for the intent. Uh, made for the purpose of having people sign their names in these books. Um, and, you know, they would put high status figures would sign in the front of the books while lesser, uh, less well-known purple would, would mark their signatures in the back or whatever. Um, this is, of course, okay. a much more l- literate society than the Greeks and the Romans. So more people... Mm-hmm. Signed, but the but the but um, the main purpose of of which was to show how well connected you were. So you would so when meeting a new person, um, if they wanted to see if you were worth knowing, you could pull mm-hmm. out your book of friendship and show them the other well-known people that you knew. So this got, is your link. Your LinkedIn. 
and got to sign your book. Right. It's <laughs> right. Exactly. It shows kind of your status uh, uh, of, mm-hmm. of, of with your worth knowing or not. So it's that's very weird. But uh, but yeah, that that uh, that's kind of the origins of what they speak of. So so and then of course. That morphed as society grew and the, the you know, the Enlightenment period happened and, and uh, you know, f- well-connected people or respected people weren't just like nobles and rulers and, uh, you know, high-status people, but, but musicians and artists and all these other people. So it started becoming more fashionable to even get those people to sign things, which of mm-hmm. course quickly comes into the present day where we do the same thing or some people do the same thing. Um, but there you go. So a brief, real quick, brief history of autograph collection. It's That's very, interesting. It's still very strange yeah. to me, but, uh, but yeah, there you go. Well, no, 100%. Cause uh, it is definitely a strange. I mean, signatures nowadays is a very strange practice, you know, because we we know that obviously forgeries and you know all that kind of different stuff, right? It holds very little weight like, these days, right? To sign but, something, but the, yeah, like an autograph means that a person physically affected, you know, that object. Right. Right. So like you see it on like stuff like Pawn Stars all the time or, you know, different things like that where it's just like, okay, like this guitar was in like was 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 touched right. by this person is really all you get out of that. Right. Well, yeah. Maybe I they mean, didn't. They, they might not have ever played it on a sh- at a show or whatever. This baseball you know, it's not the baseball that was hit in the, you know, last home run of the, you know, record or whatever. It's, it is, this baseball is now signed by this person. Signed by that guy. Yeah. <laughs> right. And, and it's very strange. The article mentions that, uh, that auction houses that only deal in, in <laughs> autograph sales, uh, mm-hmm. like are very common. And, uh, you know, uh, the selling of autographs is a a billion dollar industry. Yes. It's crazy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, like, you know, several autographs are worth hundreds of thousands of dollars themselves or tens of thousands of dollars themselves. And so, yeah, I mean... The, and that's yeah, and it's one of the reasons mm-hmm. that people famous people nowadays will charge a fee to um, sign mm-hmm. to to sign an autograph because they know that that person could if they're not a collector could turn around and sell that for you know thousands of dollars. Um, mm-hmm. so they're like, well, I'm gonna get a piece of that if they're gonna go ahead and make money on it right you know i was reading uh a different thing that said that joe dimaggio made more money signing autographs than he ever did as a baseball player well i thought that was pretty crazy Mm -hmm. um but anyways yeah it happens so yeah it, it but 
here's the funny thing for me on something recently for autographs and stuff. Uh, I recently helped out with this uh, charity called Festival of Trees, and uh-huh. um, somebody had donated for to be auctioned off this Blendtec blender that had a ton of supposed celebrity signatures on it from okay. from you know the Sundance Film Festival up in Park City interesting but there was no photos or um no like uh associations with any of the celebrities or like a list so or they, anything. Didn't, they didn't know who signed it or so if they it couldn't went, make out the signature. Like Exactly. So, like, I mean, a lot of them, it's like a, a big C and a squiggle and an H and a squiggle. So you're like, could that be Chris Hemsworth or could that be Chuck Humph? You <laughs> right. know, like, who, like, Do we have who, a, <laughs> who knows who that Do is? Do we have a Colin Hanks or is this... <laughs> yeah. Right. It's like you, my you next get, door neighbor. Yeah. <laughs> Chuck <up>. Charles. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, so so I was like, this blender is essentially just now graffitied. Like it's it's not Right, it, and not confirmed. It, it holds what it no is. more value to me than a, it actually probably holds less value than a new Blendtec blender, you know? Right. And and stuff like that. And so Did it um, sell? No. No. Um I So I, people yeah. people were smart and were like if it's not confirmed and I don't know who signed it, why do I want it? Exactly. Exactly. And so um that's part of it too with like um you know working backstage on uh Salt Lake Comic Con and Fan X right. is we have this couch that everybody signs and some people you can read and some people you can't. Some people, they put like a little tagline with their signature. Like Lucy Lawless drew a little Xena warrior princess, you know, next to her signature and stuff like that. Do you get pictures with them when they sign it? Right. So we do have pictures. Nice. But they're, it's who's ever back there and stuff like that. So we'd have to like cobble them all together. Like we'd have to get everybody right. who's been there. Okay, submit this, and then we'd have to kind of piece together. Like, okay, they, they're they're at this part of the couch, uh, and it's like they're here. But I mean, there's probably I want to say two or three hundred signatures on there, so it's like, ooh, like yeah, that would every, be a, I get be some work for somebody to go through and figure out who's everyone's was. But exactly, they should do exactly. it. They should do it. They should get that record. Right. Yeah, for sure. And so. Um, but yeah, it's just interesting because it's like, well, you know, yeah, you'll see Adam West when you know he was there. He charges signing stuff, and some kid brought a suitcase full of uh, Batman, like you know, uh, Batman memorabilia, and Adam West is just like he knows, like you know, when he, sh- you know, this kid wants them to sign this toy. It's like, okay, well, that one's going to be 50 bucks. He wants him to right. sign this, like, comic book or this, you know, still of him or, you know, or whatever. He, he gave, like, different prices for different things because he knows how much his signature goes for on all those different items, you know? Right. It's, yeah, crazy. So, but, 
Um, yeah, it's an interesting subject. That's good. There like you go. That. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, new for me, we recently, my girlfriend and I, went through and watched the four episodes of the movies that made us. Did you? I wanted to watch those, but I have not. Yeah. Did you enjoy it? I, yes. Because I watched some of the toy series of yes. the same name. Um, mm-hmm. But I had I haven't watched any of the movie ones yet. Yeah, the it's it's a very good documentary. They have um, you know people that participated in the movies, the director, the uh, some of the actors, producers, editors, you know, stuntmen, like all this kind of different stuff, right? Yeah, and it, it's it's very well put together and everything. Um, Christmas themed, you know, bringing us back around. They got Home Alone on there, right? They got Die Hard on there, so. Nice. You know, definitely bringing those back. And the other two is Dirty Dancing and Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters, right, right, right. And, uh, you know, not necessarily, uh, you know, I would recommend, you know, if you like those movies, go watch it and all that kind of different stuff. But the thing about it to me, kind of of common theme throughout, is they make, the, the focus of the documentary is how it's like, this movie almost didn't get made. And they talk mm. about like how like, oh my gosh, like we don't have a script or, oh my gosh, like we don't have funding or the studio just called and canceled it. Or, you know, Ugh, like we, we lost one of our best stars or something, you know, like all of these issues that come up, like that are halting production or, you know, deadlines and all this kind of stuff and like the high pressure and blah, 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 blah. Yeah. And, and everything like that and how, oh my gosh, how did this all come together and become like such a great movie? You know, like it's like, you know, it's like we had one day to get this one scene and it's the most iconic scene and blah, 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 blah. Right. And I'm like, you got to think that probably happens like every movie. You know, if you watch, right. like, like, even, like, <laughs> movies that, like, are going to get made, like, you know, yeah. Lord of the Rings, for instance, like, people got hurt, or the weather was horrible, and all this kind of different stuff. Right. Or, I'm like, you know, movies that they're not going to pull your funding, I'm sure there's, like, tons of horror stories from, like, let's say, Endgame, where it's like, there is no way like the studio will give us a billion dollars because they'll make a billion and one dollar and they want that one dollar. <laughs> you know <laughs> what I mean? Like, like at this point right. we could ask for any amount of money and Disney will give it to us because they know we need to make this movie. But like, um, but yeah, it just makes me think like, you know, it's so interesting that like so many of these movies are just like, yeah, like they're just kind of thrown together and like there's there's a lot more stuff. But um, I bet there's tons of movies out there where you're like, yeah, this movie almost didn't come together. Like, you know, and right. all of a sudden it did and it was great. <laughs> but Crazy. no, it's a it's a really it's a really, really good series. Which one uh, should I start with? Um. I would start with whatever movie you've seen most recently. Ooh. So, um, uh, Stephanie had not ever seen Die Hard. So we watched Die Hard. 
You watched um, the movie first? Yes. Nice. Uh, best part about that is um, I was like, oh, well, it's not streaming on anything necessarily for free. They're a subscription that I already have. I'm like, I could buy it on like Vudu or right. Amazon Prime or whatever, but it was like, 10 bucks or something. Right. And I'm like, ugh, I don't really want to just buy it on that. And then I'm like, because we got to watch two also, because that's also a Christmas movie. Everybody forgets about Die Hard 2. <laughs> Die Hard 2 <laughs> is set on Christmas. Right. And like Holly's flying in and it's snowy and it's terrible. And, you know, he's. Uh, the airport is packed because it's like all this kind of stuff. Like it's, it's a Christmas movie anyway. Um, <laughs> so the, um, so I was like, uh, so then I just like looked on, you know, the classifieds and, you know, the online classifieds and some guy was selling all five on Blu-ray, all five movies on Blu-ray for 15 bucks. And I'm like, really done. So you're like, did it <laughs> done. done. Let's watch them. <laughs> yes. I'm nice. like, I will definitely pay three dollars a movie for yeah that's not bad yeah so <laughs> not um, bad for blu-rays man yeah exactly um but uh but yeah so die hard um yeah die hard was a really really good one um i will point this out because uh, this was kind of funny to me because um, we watched them in order we watched dirty dancing then home alone then uh, then we went to Die Hard. Then we went back to Ghostbusters. But anyway, okay. Uh, in the Dirty Dancing, um, during the um, uh, what do they call it when they are filming just the actors beforehand? The like a dry run or or a yeah. rehearsal yeah. or yeah, um, yeah, whatever. Like the. Um, those like pre-shots and stuff like Patrick Swayze, he's just kind of swearing up a storm and they're bleeping it. Right. And they, okay. they're, they're bleeping it out and everything like that. Um, and then, um, but then when it gets to die hard, like they just go full in to like the swearing. If, if the, um, if the producer or whoever's talking about the movie swears, then they just like keep that in and all this kind of stuff. And I'm like, they have to assume that if you like Die Hard enough to have watched it and are watching this about it, then you, you are fine. Care. Right. <laughs> you are fine with a couple, couple of uh, of swears in there because yeah, I just thought it was really funny because I'm like, man, they bleeped like every time he like swore in the first one and then in home alone, like it didn't really come up at all. And then that one, it's like, okay. Like they are definitely like, um, know your audience here, I guess. But yeah. Interesting. Um, yeah. So, um, but yeah, I think, I think they're really good. Uh, and I hope they, yeah, I hope they make more of them. I think it's, I'm sure they will. I mean, they yeah. made a second season of the toys that made us just came out not that long ago. So mm-hmm. I, I, sh- assume they have more in the pipeline as long as people right. watch them and enjoy them. I'm sure they'll, they'll do mm-hmm. some more. Right. Um, but I remember the, the game that Paige and I would play, um, with the, with the weird, uh, nonsense words is, was called mad gab. Was that all it was, was mad gab. 
Yeah, and I didn't think that was it because I'm like, it's not called Mad Gab. It is called Mad Gab because I always get that mixed with Mad Libs. Uh, I'm thinking the same thing. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So Mad Gab is the the one that... uh, yeah, it just gives you... Uh, the garbled words. Garbled, yeah, garbled <laughs> sounds. And that's the other thing, is I think Paige, like, is obviously... She's a really good reader of those. She's, yeah, she's a really good reader, and she can just read words, whatever order they are. It doesn't have to make sense. Whereas for me, uh, her son, when he was five years old, was correcting me on my pronunciation of Dr. Seuss words. Right. So, <laughs> I'm like, you want to read your own story for bedtime, there, yeah. champ? Come on, man. <laughs> yeah, I'm doing, I'm doing my best here. We there's a lot all. of, there's a lot of lumps and a lot of humps and a lot of tr- trumps in this. Okay, it's hard to, hard to get everything across. You can't all be scientists, young boy. Yeah. Yes, but, uh, but yeah. So uh, that's funny. It's a good series. Yeah. Cool. All right. Well, uh, happy holidays to everybody listening. Everyone. Thanks for listening. Please continue. We enjoy yeah. your support. Yeah. Uh, New Year's episode. We will uh, we will get you going on that. Figure out the origin of the eaves. There you go. And uh, yeah, ring in ring in the new year. Merry time holidays. Very happy, good on you uh, days. Awesome. All right. Thanks, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Bye.